What's good? What's good? What's good? How you been? But nah, I can't complain, you know. This week's vacation week from work in a way. Oh, yeah. So, I've been fishing. It's my new hobby since I tore my ACL. <laughs> can't do that much. All right, Paul George. Gotta, yeah, He'll probably come back a lot better than I do. But, you know, I got to sit down and do some things. But uh, yeah, I've been enjoying these games and... That's it. I feel you. Same. It's been how you been? Pretty good. I've been good. Chilling. Enjoying life. Getting ready for this adventure. I'm ex- dumb excited to see the Avengers. I was I was supposed to wait till Tuesday. <laughs> I said bump that. I'm seeing it at nine forty five in the morning tomorrow. Friday in the morning. Yeah. And I bet you it's probably gonna be mad people in that movie theater. Oh yeah, the seat I got the last seat in the theater. That's crazy. That really is crazy. I got the last seat in the theater. I'm going to see it in the IMAX tomorrow night with family. And then we're going again Sunday, already playing. Like, this movie is definitely long. It's a long oh, yeah. Movie, but I'm going to go see it three times for sure. Oh, the thing is, I didn't cancel my Tuesday plans. I'm still going on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm still going on Tuesday. Two movies already yeah. planned, purchased. Right exactly. Well, and then I probably see it. Too, yeah, exactly. So we definitely going to, we definitely going to see it. Yeah, definitely going to see it. But this week, super interesting week. Bro, so much basketball happened. Low-key, I'm watching these games, and I'm like... I feel like I was like, Dags, we low key need to have a podcast almost twice a week because I feel like so much it's basketball crazy. happened. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, production, I was uh, thinking of just stuff like that went on, and I'm like, yo, if we really got into detail about what's going on, yeah, the way we want to, it would be like three hours. Yeah, if I really, if we really wanted to go like OD, I don't want to go OD. Yeah, I don't want to like, go OD. So we're going we're gonna to try to keep it nice. We won't keep you here long. We won't keep y'all here long. You know what I mean? So y'all don't get bored or whatever. Yeah, but playoffs. Round one. Round one. Most people are done. Yeah. A lot of people finished in four games or five games, yeah. which I kind of expected, especially in the East. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. First, first round, I expected it pretty quick. Um, <laughs> one of the teams still playing is the last team we actually expected. The last team. But besides that, like, and it's been, it's been a little bit more entertaining than I first felt it was. I told you it was going to be. I told you. First I told you. Like, Yo, like, don't watch the first round. I tried to so tell you. Spurs and the Nuggets, I was like, don't watch the first round. But honestly, like, I tried to tell you. It is. You were right. You were right. I can't complain. What do you think so far? I think it's been pretty good. Um, I just want to, like, you know, I want to see your, the, the, your thoughts, even if they real brief, mm-hmm. on some of the rounds that, the, the series that are done. Um, and we'll start with probably one of the least exciting ones, Bucks-Pistons. Um, so I actually only seen one. Like, physically seen the whole game. I watch highlights of every single game. Oh, you only, you actually watched the game? The last one they just played. <clears throat> you better than me. Well, <laughs> I, it's a lot of, so um, this went the way it was, I thought. Yeah, it went the way I was supposed um, to go. A lot of respects to Blake. Uh, Yo, in the game. Yo, he got ortho- he got surgery the day after. Like, I don't remember what day the last game was, but I remember like I saw the highlights for the last game that night. The next day, I get, I see a tweet. He's getting surgery that morning. He wasn't like he supposed to be playing, but he was like, "Yo, I, I just gotta help my team." He was out there on like a robot leg. Like that brace he had was looking crazy. I actually need need that brace. No, you do need that brace. You do need that brace. Uh, but I saw one play. Like, then he dropped twenty two. Oh yeah, in the two games he played, he dropped. It was twenty-two one game. Like it was, he dropped twenty-two in game four, twenty-seven in game three. Yeah. So like. Two and then like some of the plays I saw, like he was limping and like, yo, I gotta get off the court. Like this is. Yeah. It's really hard, but you know it went the way I thought it was. Um, Stuff to see. 
Giannis, you just can't, you can't guard him. Yeah, he dropped like 40-something in the last game. And he has that understanding, like, yo, I'm, I'm pretty close to unstoppable. So he's playing like it. He's playing super aggressive. He exactly. He goes to the basket, no stopping him. So I think if we keep seeing that go on, it, it could be interesting in the East. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, what we got next? Celtics, Pacers. Uh, this series was surprising to me. Like, I actually enjoyed watching it. And the Pacers played way better than I thought they were, yes. considering they haven't had Oladipo all season. But I feel like I should have expected them to play well because they continued to – when Oladipo went down, everybody thought they was going to fall out of the playoffs. Yeah, and the fact that they still made the playoffs, yes, they got swept. But if you actually watch those games, those games, for the most part, were closer than the score made it seem. Like, they were in those games. They were being competitive. Due to them or due to the Celtics playing bad? Not being as good as they were last year. Um, and the I first two games, and the first two games, I think was more so the Celtics that playing that well. Yeah. But in the second two games, the Celtics still played very well. Yeah. And the person who surprised me of how well they played is Gordon Hayward. Yeah. He had, what the, I brought it down. He had, and the game four he had twenty points off the bench, seven for nine shooting. Now, granted, he's not going to shoot like that all playoffs. Yeah. But if he can get them like fifteen to twenty off the bench mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and he was just looking good, like he was moving well, shooting well, he just looked. Comfortable. He hasn't really looked comfortable for a while, in my opinion. And yeah, like, I think ever since he came back, he hasn't been the Gordon we remember. Yeah, if he can get anywhere close to Gordon in the Utah jersey, it's wraps. I, I think that'll be a good team. And I think for me, I wanted them. I wanted the Celtics, like I said in the first podcast, to get into the series, struggle a little bit, overcome it, just so they can find that rhythm back. Yeah, because it's the same players, it's the same. Yeah. Time, besides, I think Marcus Smart. Yeah, um, Smart's still out. Yeah. Like, the same players are there. They just got to get things fixed. And I know, like, it's hard to say you can turn it on when you guys have been wishy-washy all season. Yeah. But it's like when you have that great talent and it's not like a new form team, you guys did this last year. It's kind of like I should expect something more. Mm-hmm. From that. So I think I think overall they have the most talent in the East, but I don't think they're the best team in the East. Right now, I don't think they're the best. That makes sense. Team, I think that makes a lot of sense. On one team. Yeah, on paper, they're the most talented team, yeah, but not playing like it. That makes and sense. Not. And, and it sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. Whoever deserves to go to the finals will. Um, what you got? Raptors, Magic? Yep, Raptors, Magic. Uh, the Raptors look ready. Like, the Raptors look locked in. Kawhi is scared. I was, I was I can't remember who one of the guys on TV. I don't know if it was, like... Stephen A or like Shannon Sharp. I don't remember who said it, but basically they was like Kawhi scores with the efficiency and ease of Kevin Durant. And I was like, you know what? That's not a false statement. Like he don't be looking like he be trying on offense and he just be getting buckets. He doesn't. And it's scary. It is scary. And the thing that sucks is, you know, I'm a Sixers fan. (laughs) Just looking at some of these stats that were being said, like, I think the biggest problem that Sixers have been having, and I don't mean to get off top of mm-hmm, no problem. defense, and I think that the Raptors will really might Ex- be they're the, exploit the best that. defensive team in the East right Yeah. And I think if they can come against a team that's only known for their offense at this moment, it's scary. I mean, they, they are the Raptors are my pick to go to the finals to come mm-hmm. out the East. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we'll see how it goes. I think, like they said, Kawhi Leonard, he plays on a consistent level. Yeah, he does. He he doesn't have it. I think if the rest of the team is just as consistent, I think it could be a really, really scary East team. And I would like to see what they do against, you know, I'm not going to just say the Warriors, but whoever's in the finals. I would like to see what they do. Especially because we remember when he was on the Spurs before he got hurt. 
They were they were. It was they was up by like. I honestly, don't know if the Warriors would have won that with that if game. he didn't go down. Yeah. If he didn't go down. I really don't know. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see. Uh, I had D'Lo as my most improved player for yeah. the regular season, but seeing Pascal Siakam these playoffs, I'm like, yo, he is hooping. Hooping. He is. I really like him a lot. He really is. You know, 24-6 last game of their series. He's been good. He's been really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- I would still personally pick D'Lo. Oh, yeah. D'Lo's still well, my guy you know, for most improved. The energy and the swag he brings. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just so different. Like, Pascal, like, the thing is, he's almost under the radar. Pascal like, low-key, really not really, not trying to be a stretch, but, like, Pascal, like a... Like a great value Kawhi. Like he just like the demeanor is similar. Yeah. He's not as talented offensively, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying like the demeanor is similar. He can play on both sides of the court. Mm-hmm. He might dunk on you and he's not gonna get hype. Like he's just that type of player, it yeah, seems yeah. like. I think that's why it's under <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna put a fifty bucket on you. Yeah. And then call everybody out on the Yeah, you exactly. I mean? And I enjoy it though. Mm-hmm. But like we said, that game four one, Toronto and the Sixers should start their second round on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Eight p.m. Yeah. TNT. I think. I hope. Don't take my information as false. So. Yeah, they play Saturday. Sixers Nets. Since we're talking about Sixers, yeah, Sixers versus Nets. Now this series was very, very interesting, and I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, you was right. And the last potty podcast, I said. The Nets winning. I mean, the Sixers winning both games in Brooklyn. I remember. I, you gotta stop having. I doubt because they they make me doubt. They make me want to doubt. Toronto lost one game. You never said the Magic was. Gonna listen, listen, listen. It's because of how they lost that one game. Disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. They lost any team that is better. It's like, are you worried about Golden State right now? That's not the same. It is any team that is. Literally better, and they have a bad game because they all shoot bad. You don't have to worry about them losing that round. They're not going to shoot bad for five games. Man, this is true. So, like, like I said before, they shot. I think almost the worst game of all year. Yeah. They only lost by nine. Yeah, I remember. They yeah. have decent. They not losing. Now, for me, the Sixers, I they looked really good after that game. They, you know, they're thanks to Jared. Hey, you think Dudley sparked something on them? Didn't Ben drop 31? Yeah, maybe I mean he did drop 31 in the next game. And that's also the game um I think he Joel didn't play. That's that was game I think 3. First game in Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, when Joel didn't play. And then Joel came back in game 4 and then he dropped 31. So uh I think when you push the wrong buttons with the six, yeah. I think that's what I like about the young group, especially with Jimmy over there cuz Jimmy's the type. Yeah. It's like in the last game Jimmy got real. Was that the last game he got real physical? Pushed almost pushed homeboy into the crowd. Uh that was game. I think that was, was game it, four. Was, was that game? It was either four or five. It was, it was either four or five. I, if it was in Brooklyn, it was game four. Then I, it might have been. Yeah. So either way, you know, they they brought that like physical, that Philly grittiness. Yeah. For me, the big yeah. thing for the Sixers, like their other shooters, got to consistently just hit shots. I think like Mike Scott, JJ Redick, Tobias Harris. Like if them three can just consistently hit some jumpers. Who they are. The Sixers could be be smooth. The Sixers can be smooth, and he was good in the last, last like I think the last two games of that series. He had he had he dropped twenty one of those games. Um, I'm not I'm not super worried about it. I, let me not say I'm not worried about. It. They're playing the Raptors. There's no room to not be consistent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They Almost need consistency. The entire team. Now you, yeah. you might be able to have one person that's off. 
But if you have Tobias, they need everybody hit the shots. JJ Reddick, they're all off. You're losing that game. Mm-hmm. Period. They can't afford that. Yeah, you they can't, can't afford it. You can't lean on Ben Simmons. Also, Joel needs to play at least thirty minutes a game. Yeah, he can't sit out any of these games. He needs to play like thirty minutes a game and be healthy. He's gonna have to play because I think he might be the only player that's unguardable on the Sixers. Everybody else is dark. Yeah. He's the only player that I think that has a clear advantage. He might be okay, but Joel Embiid is the advantage. He's the only one who has a clear advantage, I would say. All-time great and even still, I'm very like Mark's not what he used to be. Marcus Saul is not what he used yeah. to be. But I'm very curious to see Marcus Saul guard Joel and see how that matchup unfolds. You don't think so? No. I think he can guard him. The big talk right now is how can Toronto guard Joel, but I don't think guarding Joel is the problem. I think guarding everybody else is what they should just worry about. Joel's going to get his. a great player. Huh, it's interesting because that's the theory I have for yeah. the Bucks. But I think that if you let – speaking of that, actually, that's a great example. Remember when the Bucks and the Sixers played and Giannis dropped 50? Yeah, so they lost because they guarded everybody else. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Everybody else, mm-hmm. you let Giannis get his. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, if you let him get his, he's only dropping probably 40. Yeah. He's, let him drop yeah. his 40 and, it's, you can and you shut down everybody else. Very, very easily. And we've what seen – happen is Joel starts to over – Compensate. Yeah, he'll start wilding out. He'll start wilding out. Doing stupid stuff. I think if that's the way they go, I don't want to put any secret. You know. Yeah. Because I actually want the Raptors to lose, but if that's the way they go, I mean, because we've seen teams shut down like. For example, we've seen teams shut down like J.J. Redick by just whoever's guarding him doesn't leave him. Yeah. Like, don't worry, but just don't leave him. And he's a big part of their offense. So. Yeah. So that could be the way it goes. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, I want to get to this one. I want to get to this. Blazers, OKC. I got to get to that. Uh, oh man, that was. I'll tell you right now. This was as the Oklahoma City Thunder fan. This was very frustrating. Oklahoma, me and and this, Oklahoma. this series, basically, around if you didn't know, we was basically born around the corner from each other. Within like, like, like yeah, yeah, it's more than three, but like ten. Meant to be, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're about to send this podcast to Oklahoma. Anyway, back to the this series gave me. Well, first off, I'm gonna I'm go on a positive note. I'm not even gonna talk about the Thunder. I'm gonna talk about Dame because that's the person who deserves to be talked about after after this watching this series. Damian Lillard is like, y'all gonna stop not talking about me? Like he he's like he 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 put on display. It is like, yeah, I know I made first team All NBA, um, and I get recognition. But I feel like he still, and not to say, because I feel like it's a beating record. Everybody always says Dame's underrated, Dame's underrated. But he is, but he's not at the same time. Because you're know like, what he is, but he, if you really knew what it is, you would stop being silent about him. We talked yes. about James Harden. We talk, why has he never talked about that's when, That's what, exactly. Ne- exactly. He's never spoken about in the years. Like, exactly. Oh, doing Dame. But it shouldn't be like that. Like he nice like that. Doing stuff. KD's doing KD. Dame top five point guard in the league. Exactly. And we don't give. I don't think we give him as much respect. As he Dame low key like top three. Yeah. I mean, to show what he just did. Yeah. He, he put something on the board and said, "Look." And I, the thing is, I like the way he went about it. Oh yeah, he was chill. Like chatting it up. He yeah, he was. And the thing is, like Dame was chatting it up, but not in the way that Russ chats. Russ be od with it. Dame just Dame chat, but not like chat chat. Like Dame only chat and backs it up. That if that makes sense, you know what I mean. One hundred percent. Russell, but and Dame looked poised. Like he looked poised. He looked mature. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He controlled his team. One hundred percent. And I like when he was just like, look, man, I stopped talking. And I basically let my game do the talk. Exactly. Yeah, well, his press conferences were great. I was watching his press conferences and he was killing like, me. Honestly, like that game was 
just Dame in that series was one of the best player performances I've seen in a while. Oh yeah. Relatable to KD last year. Relatable to LeBron the year they went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a great playoff performance. Yeah, it might be the best performance we see this playoff series. Like, it might be. Yeah, run. he could be the best performance we've seen. We didn't really have the Blazers picked. Now we knew they were very capable. Oh yeah, I knew they were capable. I didn't have them picked. The Thunder came off a great, great season. Yeah, and it was kind of. Like I thought the Thunder had more talent as well. And they, they're ready to go. And next thing you know, they were get a second game off, which is just crazy. Billy, uh, Billy, staying? <laughs> no, unfortunately. You don't think Billy's staying? Billy's getting fired. He said they're about to go have a talk. And he Billy's said, getting fired. He was like, I'm confident I'm staying. I said, Billy Donovan, the co- head coach, if y'all didn't know who oh, we was talking about. Oh, sorry. Billy, Billy Donovan, Donovan, head coach. He's the head coach of the OKC Thunder. And he's going to get fired. Well, you probably watched the wrong podcast. Um, no, you can still watch. You can still watch. This is why I say he's getting fired, right? Because... Something has to happen, right? You have to do something. You can't just run that back. After you got knocked out the playoffs, this is their first round knockout for three years in a row. Yeah. And they're locked in money-wise with PG and Russ. And even Steven Adams is getting like 20-something mil a year. Like they're locked in. They can't sign nobody. And it's hard. To, it's going to be hard. They don't really have great trade assets. Yeah. So the only thing you can do is try a new coach. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Side note: Speaking of Stephen Adams, no, I'm talking about Steve. I'm gonna talk. About, I'm gonna keep on the thunder for just just a second longer, because I watched. I watched pretty much all these games. In the, I watched all these games. How old? If you don't know, how old do you think Stephen Adams is based off of watching him and watching him play? How old do, I- do you think he is? Um, I feel like I know how old Stephen Adams is, though. All right, if you didn't know, how old do you think he is just off watching him play? Um, uh, I don't know. 28? All right, that's not that bad. 28. He's 25. He don't move like he's 25. He's 20. He moved like he's almost 30. He's slow. He's lumbering. So here's the thing. I said 28 because I know he wasn't in the league super long. But, like, naturally, you would think he's, like... Coming down off a of prime, like yeah, he moves like he's coming down. Or he moves like he's already past his prime and coming off his prime. Not even at peak body strength. And but his body is like he's falling apart. Like he doesn't look good. Is he really? At all? Like he like I was as, as watching the games, he doesn't look good. He can't he can't guard pick and rolls. He can't switch on the guards even for like a hot second. Like he can't guard faster big men. Like he just I don't know what he's doing. And like Ennis Cantor made him look foolish out there so much just because Ennis Cantor had so much energy and getting offensive rebounds, putbacks, things like that. Like, and he, they're paying him so much money right now. Here's my question. And outside of getting spoon fed by Russ, I don't know what he can actually do. Is he actually as good as he might seem before this playoff series? Maybe he's just not a good player. And I feel crazy because I used to really, I used to really vouch for him until I saw this playoff series. I'm looking at these stats. Career stats only nine points per game, seven rebounds. Like it, he's a he gets fed by Russ. He's a decent center, but he's also on a team where it's very easy to build up some stats. It's either you or Russ is getting the <laughs> the, the ball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't shoot threes. His free throw, whoa. So his career free throw is 55. Postseason free throw number is 36. 
you can't be a center and shoot that bad. He made 24 million this year. He makes 25 million next year. He makes 27 million the year after that. So I'm confused on why they gave him such a big contract. It's like my my player contract. Because that was, I guess they thought that was, I mean, they gave it to him last year. He was 20. He gave it to him last year. He was 24 and he didn't look, but he looked good last year. I don't know what happened to him this year and last year. I wouldn't be surprised out of nowhere we hear he had like some sort of random knee surgery. Like that's how crazy he was looking in this playoffs. OKC should take that in their hands and maybe get some type of strengthening program going. Something. Get him in the gym. Maybe he's 265. I don't really think he needs to really shed weight. Mm-mm. I don't. I would agree with that. I don't think so. But on his feet, his feet moving, getting quicker, getting stronger. Because I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think you're actually gonna be able to trade him for something after everybody seeing how he got, how he was worked in the playoffs and his with his contract. I think. I think uh, you overlooked this playoffs. He wasn't. He's a good player, yeah, but he just didn't look good this playoffs. I don't know. I have no idea. Now, quick, um, before I forget, mm-hmm. Paul George hasn't won a playoff series since 2008. I saw that. So you sent that to the group. He hasn't won since 2015. And can you pull it up? What's what what which series were that? Because I right now, I looked at it, and said this isn't true. No, it is. Watch this. Watch this. Real quick. Well, because lost to Miami 4-2, lost to Toronto 4-3, lost to Cleveland 4-0, lost to Utah 4-2, lost to Portland 4-1. All right, all right, all right. 2014, he was in the Wizards in the second round. He got knocked out. The year before that, I think they were in the finals. Now, all this is – well, I mean – that's as a as a Paul George defender, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm a bit of a fan. I saw that and I was like, it's not all his fault, but those are unfortunately true. Uh I mean he played good teams. Like he also did play good teams. Right, like he played that Miami team, he wasn't beating last them. Year they got kicked out of first round. We, last year they shouldn't have lost like that. They shouldn't have lost last year. They shouldn't have lost this year. Indiana days it's a repeating cycle. But at the end of the days, I was like, eh. But the thing is, like, when you go to a new team that's technically a better team, and I understand it's in the West, it's a repeating cycle, and then you have a player like Russ who people are kind of like can't really win with. It just doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. So I mean, like, I'm just hoping they get a new coach, something gets figured out there, because if you get a new coach and this happens again, it's kind of like – I mean, people already people already looking at Russ like, yo, people just can't win with him. I think that people are already looking at him like that. Like, I honestly had that thought. And like, I think part of it is with Russ, it's people are sick because Russ is, I believe Russ is 30 or turning 30 this year or he's already 30. And people are like, you know, I've heard people saying like, should Russ be a shooting guard? Should Russ, you know, do they need a new coach to be able to tell Russ to, you know, maybe defer to the hot hand in late in games instead of just go- continuously going 100% all the time? Because I love that about Russ, that yeah. if he's on the court, he's going to give you 100%. But that also means he's not going to slow down and not going to, you know, control the pace. He's just going to go 100%. But they're also saying, they were saying, like, Russ is 30. If you were going to have that conversation with him, you should have had it at 25. Like, he is who he is now. Yeah, it's too late to be trying to change his game. More years before he's at this level. Exactly. In his last two, three years of his prime, nah. So. That's not going to happen. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Thunder. Um, But Billy Donovan, unfortunately, is getting fired. Yeah. Who are they going to pick up? I don't know. No idea. But, and. 
I can see two things happening. He, he, is, he could get fired, but I could also see ownership not firing him because they can say, well, Paul George wasn't really himself. He wasn't full healthy. Robertson was out all season. Like, he would have been good in the playoffs against, um, like, the guard Dame, guard CJ. Yeah. So I could see why they probably wouldn't, too, which I think is a bad idea. Cause I, but I think, yeah, they really, I think they like Billy, and I can see the ownership not firing him. Two years in a row, you got kicked out first round, and that's not. Something's gotta happen. You like you're the third, fourth best team in the in the West, and you're getting kicked out first round all the time. Yeah. Like honestly, you put Paul George with LeBron on the Lakers the way it should have happened. I think they get further in the first round. I can see that. You're not losing to the Blazers. Yeah, a healthy Lakers with the Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like something has to change. Like you can't just keep, especially because Russ is thirty. You don't have a lot of time. You don't. You got two more years before you start declining. Maybe one. You never know. The pacey moves. And I'm surprised it's still. Moves. The pacey moves that ain't. I don't. It destroys the body early. It's like that. Russ isn't going to have. I don't think he's going to have like a gradual decline because he doesn't have a very. Not say. I'm not saying he's not skilled. I don't want people to misinterpret me. But he doesn't have a a skill based game. Yes. He he gets his yes exactly. His skill is his athleticism. I'm not saying he's not skilled. He has you know basketball skills, but his biggest quote unquote skill is his athleticism. And once that goes, it might be quiet for him. 100. Uh, percent Was there any more games left? Rockets Jazz. Uh, I don't know. Harding gets buckets and he makes it look easy. Yeah. All year. All year long. Also, um, for the Rockets, great thing that they finished the series early because it'll give them some time to rest. Yeah. Um, because we all everyone always says Harding always looks tired in the playoffs because he has to do so much. So let him get these couple of days of rest. Yeah, get those couple of days of rest. And I then come back. I want to see. Come back. Cause I want I don't want no excuses. I want nope. full energy from the Rockets. Going against the Warriors in the second round. Chris Paul's low key got to step up next season, next round. He only scored, he only scored over twenty points one game this series. Now, granted, they didn't really need him to go off like that, but but they will need him to. Chris Paul usually doesn't like to perform unless he's playing up against a great point guard. Now, this is true. Chris Paul play yeah. Curry and go off. Yeah, you're right. Every single game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if they can get healthy, they can get you know what I mean everything in order, get some plans in, get some rest. I think though it'll be a good series. I think it'll be hopefully the best series. Um, Denver and Portland, I think it actually be a pretty good series. Actually, these semifinals in general are actually gonna be really good. On I would say on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, on both sides are gonna be pretty good. So um, let me see. We got you, Denver Spurs. So yeah. So tonight we got the right now. tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is at eight thirty. The game is on right now. So the Spurs versus Nuggets is right now. It's game. It'd be game six. It's in San Antonio. I'm actually about to look up that score now because I'm curious. And all right, Spurs are up fifteen to ten. Game pretty much just started. And I honestly, I'll say this: the way this series started out, the Nuggets just looked like the lights of the playoffs blinded them. And they just looked like deer in headlights and the Spurs were just working them. The Spurs were up, I want to say two to one. Yeah, to start, yeah, two to one, they were up. And, you know, game four in San Antonio, the Nuggets win that. And then Nuggets win game five at home. And I'm like, and now the Nuggets are the team that's looking poised, looking like they know what they want to do. Because if we're going to be real, the Nuggets are the more talented team. Yeah, no Um, But the Spurs had the... Well, yeah, the Spurs had Popovich, but they also had playoff experience. And I just really, I think this is going to go to seven games. 
to be honest with you. Like, I think I don't see the Nuggets beating the Spurs tonight at home. I, I don't either. And oh, it's just getting drawn out. But I mean, this is the one. It's just getting drawn out. <laughs> but we said this is the best one. You know why this sucks? Because this is a great this is great basketball to watch. If you aren't watching this series, watch this series. Um, but it really don't matter because whoever comes out of this is losing to the Blazers. So that's why this series sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now you're witnessing how a talented team that might be more talented than the Spurs might lose because their coach is better. Yeah. Pop. And not to say. Coaching, not even to say that, but coaching makes a big difference in the NBA, whether you believe it or not. Um, and I think the Spurs, they just have the right pieces. They do. The right yeah. Experience and the right mm-hmm. coach. To be able to take out the number two seed. Yeah. Now, Mike Malone is a good coach. Like, I like him as a coach, but Popovich is just like Hall of Fame level coaching. You know what I mean? So. He might arguably be the best coach of all time. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely. Now, considering this is going to game seven, do you think the Spurs could win and game seven, like win two in a row? Or do you think the Nuggets are going to pull it out? Yo. The Nuggets aren't pulling this out. I don't think they win another game. Really? Yeah, well, one, they can't win another game if they want to lose, but they're not winning another game. Oh, okay. And I'm going to tell you this, too. Um, guard Derek White, please. All right, so, yes, he dropped 37 in that one game. That just said, you know what? I'm almost dropped 40 tonight. <laughs> I'm, my team one, I'm trying to tell you, no team like the Spurs has ever had just random player just go off. That's player development. They're pl- it's, like, it, Part of it's player development. Part is they just draft well. It's crazy. I'm going to keep it a buck. I've never heard of Derek White because I don't really pay attention to San Antonio I mean, basketball. I mean, I knew he was there, but I didn't know what he was doing. He had best player. I didn't know what he was doing. He only playing because of six people hurt on the Spurs. Yeah, like, I don't. Wasn't missing nothing. And he was making, he was getting buckets. And part of that is, I saw somebody say part of that is like, yes, the Spurs do like player development well. Yes, they draft well. But part of it is just the stability of their organization. Same coaching staff, same trainers, same people working there. Like it's just stability of that organization. And they do their job. And it's just working really, really well for them. (laughs) All right. So second round playoff predictions. East Coast, they're already set, so we can start. Yeah, the East Coast sucks. Bucks, like I was saying. I'm super excited to see this one. Yeah, I am too, because I think that... So there's two ways this can happen. Celtics play to the potential we know they can play, because we know the talent they have. We know what they played like previous years. We know what they showed sparks of this year. That They are a good team. They didn't yeah. play that well throughout the season. And certain, you know, I mean, they had certain splashes where it was bad games, good games. But we know who they are. It's not mm-hmm. yes, We know who they are. If they play like who we know they are, if Kyrie does what he does, if Gordon can just be, you know, 75% of the player he was, yeah. and if everybody else, Tatum and Brown and all of them can step up, Rozier, like, this would be a very good season. I think they can pull it. But if they have those... Those, those games, games where they just... All year, you know... If they get one of them slumps out of nowhere. Lose. But I think they will use the approach I was talking about earlier. Where yeah. They're going to let Giannis get his. You play good defense on everybody else, and then you get yours offensively. Yeah, because Giannis, even Giannis can put up like 40. Yeah, and really yeah. There's, nobody on the there's no one on the Celtics who can guard him. I don't even know who they're going to put on him. But he'll be a body that is sacrificed. I think they're just going to throw bodies at him. Like, you're going to look up, Horford's going to be on him. Like, Baines is going to be on him. They um, like seven bodies on him, and he was eating everybody. They're probably going to throw like Gordon on him even for a little bit. Like, they're just going to throw 
people like him. Uh, Morris is going to guard him. But the biggest thing is they can't let them shooters get hot. Like, they can't let yeah. the Eric Bledsoe's, the Brogdon's. They can't let them. I mean, well, Brogdon's, Brogdon. speaking of Brogdon, they're still saying he's going to be out for probably like the first two games of this series. Are you supposed to be back? Potentially. So the Milwaukee Sentinel, their local, um, somebody from the Milwaukee Sentinel, the local Milwaukee paper down there, um, said he's going to be out for at least two games and then be reevaluated. They're saying it's a possibility he could play this series. Um, if he does play the series, though, I doubt he'd be like the same, but he'd still be a great pickup if he can it'd come be back. See how it works out, but he'd be a nice chance. I could do some something really nice. I didn't think he was coming back. Also, a big I think X factor in the series is going to be um making sure the Celtics get out and guard Brook Lopez on the three. Yeah, and I think they will. Because Celtics big men aren't used to like Horford is kind of mobile, but he's not used to really guarding all the way out to the three. Baines is not mobile at all. Like um, Al did a good job last year when Joel was pulling way too many threes a game. That's just true. He was shooting like four threes a game. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty much shutting him down, which is the big reason why the seventh yeah. lost last year. So I think if Al can handle that, I think it'd be fine. Baines won't do it. Al will be the one. That'll be a big factor for the subjects. It's, honestly, like I said, I think it's defense. I think it's defense on everybody except Giannis. Yeah. Win them the game. But if they're just consistent on offense, Kyrie is going to be Kyrie. If everybody, else, I think Jason Tatum is always going to be Jason Tatum when the playoffs hit. He's good. I think if everybody else is just consistent, yeah, I think I think they can win that. But the thing is, for me, for the Celtics, like you're saying, yeah, they got to play good defense, and you know who they're going to miss? Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. That's what I. Marcus Smart would be great to to throw on Eric Bledsoe. He'd be great. That's that. To throw on Eric Bledsoe. You know, Kyrie would try to do what he did. But Kyrie does not hang his hat on defense. Nah, at all. Not even close. I mean, because cause also, like, Tatum and Brown aren't really known as great defenders either. Like, they're, you know what I mean? So, like, they're going to have to be able to play defense, but they don't really have defenders. You're going to have to step up and just do what you've known. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're not, you're not there because of your defense. Who you got winning that series? So, I'd say Celtics. Like, if I had to put my money on it. I have to put your money on Celtics. I'd, I'd say Celtics because I think the Celtics are – Got into the playoffs, played Indiana, and got things rolling a little bit. And I think they're kind of back to where they were. I think that their defensive scheme plan is easier to do than the Bucks' defensive scheme plan. I don't think the Bucks can guard everybody on the Celtics. See, I think everybody I, on the Celtics' offense. I do. How? I, who's guarding? Who's guarding Kyrie? Not Eric. Yes. Eric Bledsoe was stopping. Well, first Kyrie. off, timeout. Kyrie's the type of player you can't stop. So let's just throw that out there so right now. All right, cut him out. There's the type of player you can't Who's stop. Just Jason Tatum. There are players you can you put um uh who's the dude who just made not not Brogdon, but um the dude who was all star this season for the um what is his name? Middleton. Is guarding Jason Tatum. He's a he's decent a defender. He's a Jason decent. He's a decent defender. In my man. I, look, I got. I'm gonna say right now. I got the Bucks winning this series right. because I don't trust that the Clipper. I don't trust that the Celtics. Excuse me. Will play well. I don't. Tr- well, not play well. I don't trust that they'll play consistently. I can see yeah, them winning a game, and then I can see them not looking like the Celtics. Yeah. And if they have some games where they don't look like the Celtics, because I think the Bucks are going to play like the Bucks regardless. Yeah, I think they're going to play like. Now, if the Celtics play like the Celtics, the Celtics are better than the Bucks. We know this. They're more. But I don't think the Celtics are going to play like the Celtics. So that's why I got the Bucks. Sense. It makes sense. And it's up in the. It's up in the air. You know, it's up there. If I had to put my money on it, that's just who I would go with. I just think it's easier to let Giannis to match up. Be and guard everybody else. 
Like if you're not super worried about Giannis, but you're more so worried about everybody else, I think it's a lot of easier stops. Because Giannis, one, he's not really shooting threes. If you leave him open, he will take them. Mm-hmm. Which I do like about him. He'll take yeah, he'll take them. He'll hit one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he'll take them. But we'll see what happens. Um, Sixers Raptors. <laughs> man, you guys got to understand, right? I'm a Sixers fan. As much as I want them to win this, it's it's just a lot of inconsistency I've had out of them. Question, right? And I think with the Raptors, any ins- if you're inconsistent against the Raptors, you're getting beat. Because before the Sixers started playing with this new lineup, yeah, I think talent-wise, their starting five was better than the Toronto Raptors, besides Kawhi. What new lineup are you talking about? Jimmy, Tobias. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The lineup, before they started playing. Once oh, they started mm-hmm. playing, it wasn't meshing like... Exactly I see what you're saying. Right. I see what you're saying. On paper, they have a better lineup. On paper, it was a better lineup. So I said, okay, all right, we can we can do something. To, we can go to the finals. They started playing. I'm like, Yikes. I don't know if it's the meshing. I don't know if it's the fact that they're not meshing because they don't, they don't look like not connected on the floor. People just aren't hitting their shots. I don't know where the inconsistency came from. Like, mm-hmm. J.J. Redick was inconsistent all year. He, he isn't like he was last year. Nah, not like he was last year at all. J.J. Tobias and Ben be aggressive, which Ben can just choose when he wants to be aggressive. It's mm-hmm. crazy because when we need you to be aggressive, sometimes you aren't. But you can literally say, hey, I want to be aggressive. Now you drop 30 if you want to. If I can get an aggressive Ben and just consistency – I think it'll be a great fight. I can't even say the Sixers will win, but I think it'll be the match that they that we deserve to see. Okay. I don't want to see the Sixers lose in five games. I don't think this. this yeah, squad I, wanna, not equal. I don't want to see that. At all. This squad doesn't equal the five round exit. I mean, a five game exit. That's not. That's not what they are. This squad was built to get to the finals. This squad was built if to lose, lose in game seven. Yeah. That's what this squad is built on, and if they don't. If they don't do that, I don't think it's the players' fault. I'm, let me not say that. I don't think. <laughs> I think. I think they're good enough to do that. If not, it's either a coaching fault or JJ wasn't hitting threes or Mike Scott wasn't hitting threes or you know. Tobias, I mean? it's, it's yeah, that's what you're else. saying. But I think this team is what it is. I don't think this team can get any better. Yeah. They don't have the budget to get any better. Nope. Unless they just dropped everybody they traded for, but you can't because you gave up so much. Mm-hmm. This is your team. So you got to figure it out. <laughs> I saw somebody say uh, the Sixers just need players that are like glue guys who hit shots and play defense. And then it was a podcast. The other guy was like, oh, so you mean like a, a, a Shaman, uh, Robert Coverson and the Sarge? <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> you did and defense, and they gave you. The I think, you yeah, I think the Sixers, if the if they're quote unquote other guys, if Tobias, if Jimmy, like you were saying, if they play well, they'll be they can be all right. I think, I think a lot of it. See, this is what nervous is to me about this because as much as everyone loves Jimmy, I mean, um, Embiid and Ben Simmons, they just really don't look like they play well on the court together to me. Because their spacing um, is really weird. I've heard that on um, it just ninety four. Their Philly Sports Station. They said they should get rid of Ben. I don't even know if it's get. I don't know if it's get rid of. I don't know if I'm ready to go that far. But like, not that he's bad. I think it's yes. Yeah, not that he's I bad. I just don't think he fits. It's just it messes up their spacing. It makes it so 
it makes it so Giannis can go and get five blocks on beat in that game because he doesn't have to guard Ben Simmons. You know, it makes it so like I can really see which scary. I can see them putting Kawhi Leonard on Ben Simmons and say, Kawhi, go harass everyone else because you don't have to guard your man. Like literally quiet, go play free safety because you don't have to guard your man and get the no-look steals he got in the beginning of the season where he just diving and not looking at the ball. Brown can't counter that. And I think the Sixers, Ben isn't smart enough to say, hey, Ben, you got to be aggressive or he's going to keep doing it. So I don't, I'm just, this is going to be interesting. And I think this ha- this has, this series has a potential. I mean, it's just potential, but it has a potential to expose Brett Brown. And I think that's what that's what everybody wants this year. Change that, right? So, like, I don't want to see somebody else get fired, but I want to know right now, this year, is Brett Brown a good coach? They couldn't yeah. figure out because we were going through the process, yeah. quote unquote. He has bad players. The Sixers were losing on purpose. Yeah, we don't care if Brett Brown's a good coach. Last year, they finally got a chance to have a good team. They went to and it was like, the, but it was like it was our first year. Blah blah blah. Yeah, People were saying, yeah, second round. Okay, now we build a team that's made to go to the finals, technically speaking. What can you do with this team? Yeah. And so far, like, they've won a decent amount of games. I can't really complain about what? Mm-hmm. I can't really complain about that. Yeah. I can't complain about that. Uh, they 4-1 in the first round. Can't complain about that. Uh, we saw a couple things that needed to get fixed. So far, he's fine. Mm-hmm. I think this right here, depending on how this goes, could be job or no job for Brett Brown, depending on the year. I think if they lose in five, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. If they lose because they put so much into this, into this, if yeah. They lose, if they don't go to Game Seven, I think Brett Brown's gonna get fired. I mean, Elton Brand's. You, we've we've already seen Elton Brand is really already ready to make moves and is yeah. ready to go into win now mode. So. I, I don't disagree, yeah. I think he loses his job if they don't at least lose in seven or win. Mm-hmm. If it's a very hard-fought game where it's like, yo, man, like this was one of the best games I've yeah. ever I think he loses his job because I think they got to make a move, and they're, they're, this is the team they had. This team yeah. not get any better because no big-time player wants to go to Philly. Yeah. So I think this is who you got. You can take a bunch of star players, average good players, put them together, try to work magic and see what you get. But I think this is what you got. And if I had to put my money on it right now, I'm taking the Raptors, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Raptors. You know, if I got to pick, I got to take the Raptors. I'm going to be rooting for the Sixers watching the games. Because I think if the, I think the hardest team the Sixers have to play in the East is the Raptors. Yeah, I'd I agree. the Bucks or Celtics, I would honestly give it to the Sixers in both of those games. I wouldn't give it to the Raptors, the Sixers versus, maybe not mm. the Celtics. If the Celtics are inconsistent, I would give it to them. Yeah, that makes but sense. The Celtics like to show up when they play the Sixers mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But I think the hardest game for them is the Raptors. I think everything else might be hard, but it's not as hard. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm rooting for him. It would be cool to see him, you know, go to the conference finals. May have to get a ticket to that. Probably not. Oh, I'm I'm not going. No. I looked him up today, man. Mm-hmm. I've seen you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. $1,000. For two? For like 100 seconds. Yep. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, we can wait on that one. I'll, I'll watch that from home. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do we got? So we could talk about potentially the Rockets versus the Warriors briefly because um, that's whole, I mean, unless by some crazy miracle, that's who the Rockets are playing in the second round, the Warriors, unless the Clippers wild out and win two in a row. If the Clippers do that, Kevin Durant can't go to the Clippers. He's a snake. 
<laughs> Chill, bro. I speak parcel tongue. Somehow they lose. First off, first off, let's not even waste time with this theory because they're not losing to the Clippers. They're not losing to the Clippers. They're not losing to the, the, the First off, the Warriors are beating the Clippers by like 30 next game. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah, if I had to put my money on it. Like literally like 30. They're going to blow. They're going to blow them out. But the Rockets versus the Warriors would be really interesting. The extra rest, like I already talked about, will help out Harden a lot. Um, and CP3's just got to step it up. What you just see? Y'all got the game on my laptop right now. For the Nuggets versus the I mean that makes sense. Um because <laughs> game one won't be at least until uh Sunday, and that's if the Clippers beat um I mean that's if the Warriors beat the Clippers in tomorrow, tomorrow night. So yeah. game one will be Sunday. Something that was interesting, I just thought it was interesting, mm-hmm. and the Rockets have already said that pretty much regardless of who wins tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. They're flying to, because they're pretty much saying no disrespect to the Clippers, but we're expecting to play the Warriors, so they're flying to guard. Um, oh, what is it, Oakland? Mm-hmm. They're flying to Oakland on Friday to get ready for Sunday's game to get used to the time difference, which makes sense in my opinion. Their own coach said Warriors in five. Oh yeah, Doc did say that. Doc said Warriors five <laughs> after game one. Is, his team won another game. I mean, I know it was probably a little bit of jokes, but yeah, it was very true because you wouldn't make a joke. I mean, Doc's a real one, so he Doc's not like he a. The buck and they yeah. was like, you can say what you you know. I mean, we know we're not winning this, but mm-hmm. we'll try. See what happens. You never know. Um, but yeah, so if the Rockets do play the Warriors, who you got? I think it's gonna be close again, like last year. Let me tell you what happened last year. From what I saw last year, if Chris Paul was healthy, there was a big possibility to Rockets by the beat the Warriors. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Um, I don't know this year, are they going to look the same? I think they will. I don't see why they wouldn't. The only one question mark I have is what type of Chris Paul are we getting? Same. Are we getting superstar or are we getting average Chris Paul? Yeah. Are we getting 17 points a game or 30? Mm-hmm. I'm deadly from three tonight. Yeah. If we get the Chris Paul who likes to perform against good point guards, because Chris Paul and CP, th- I mean Chris Paul and um Steph Loki got a little rivalry between them because they was they, they was battling back before the Warriors even started winning championships. Yeah. Them Clippers Warriors games, even before they won the first chip, was always exciting to see because them two would go at each other. hundred percent. So they've had a rivalry for a couple of years, a little rivalry for a couple of years now. I would put my money on the Rockets. It, really? If, if that if I'm getting that Chris Paul, I'm putting my money on the Rockets. Oh, okay. If I'm getting that Chris Paul. Okay. I believe so. I think Steph's been having a couple bad games. I think Steph. Right See, I got the Warriors. I got the Warriors because I got the Warriors because of last year. Because one, because of last year, and two, because they see the foolishness that they got themselves into right now with the Clippers in the sense that because I, I, this is why I tell you this this is why I say this I was watching that game last night the Clippers Warriors game and at one point the Clippers uh, it was like one four, uh, it was like one I wrote it down in here somewhere yeah it was 114 to 104 mm-hmm. about eight minutes left mm-hmm. the Warriors say yo it's time for us to come back the Clippers didn't score for four straight minutes and it wasn't because the Clippers were missing bad shots. It's because the Warriors were literally smothering them. And then they almost came back. 
they didn't they lost the game ultimately but in those four minutes i saw yo if they actually decided to play like this yeah. on a regular basis but then the beginning of the season, who not a defensive team. i think they would do against the rockets now granted the rockets have the ball handlers that can handle that type of pressure yeah. so they wouldn't be as flat flustered as the clippers were yo, but if they play with that type of energy that type of aggression i just got the warriors winning this yeah, I understand that. I mean, we'll have to see. I think it'll probably be the best series. I'd love to see the Rockets win it, but I had the Warriors win it. Yeah, you know, we're tired of the Warriors, but, you know, I mean, they'll probably stop that next year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But until the Warriors beat the Clippers, can't talk much. No. Yo, whoever put their money on the Clippers on sports betting made away with a buck. If you bet on the last game, yeah. If you better the last game, either, either. even game one, like or it was like, yeah, especially when they were up down thirty one, and then they came back. The <laughs> that was probably that Joel was probably insane. like <laughs> that was probably like plus fifteen hundred, bro. Five dollars <laughs> probably like a like, No, five dollars easily probably turned into like a hundred and some change. Yeah. No exaggeration. Yeah, no. Exaggeration. When they were down thirty one, you put five dollars on, you're making like a hundred and some change. Some dollars, yeah. Especially when you put the five dollars that they give you. <laughs> We just got issues. <laughs> um, so outside of the playoffs, mm-hmm. things that's been uh, circling around um, just today. I don't know if you saw the little tweet, Magic Johnson. Oh, the little tweet, a tweet. What do you say? What do you say? Uh, what, what? Magic Johnson tweeted. He said, "The truth will always come to light with a smiley face emoji," which just out of nowhere. Cool. It was out of nowhere. We obviously know, like we said on a lot of podcasts, just what happened about a week ago, week and a half ago. He resigned. And it's funny because really quick. I don't know if that was before or after. Because did you also see what LeBron put on social media? Because it was after. And that's, that's what I was nervous about. Okay, because LeBron was watching ESPN in the gym. Everyone's saying like, yo, Lakers have a relationship they need to fix. Mm-hmm. LeBron LeBron was like, nah, don't believe the truth. Don't believe it. I'm in the Lakers facility right now. I mean, say keep the same energy. So Magic Tweets came out after LeBron put that up? I believe so. Let's check it out. Because that's what, that's what, and that's what really made me stop the pause and think about it. Because in my mind, I'm like, was Magic saying like LeBron's just being nice right now and trying to save the Lakers and there really is something they got to work out? And I mean, or... Or is it that there was something rocky and they maybe they did smooth it out already? The, I mean, Magic Johnson tweeted that nine hours ago. And LeBron did. Okay. Okay. So I just think it's really fishy. I think it just goes, it's just another thing to throw on the pile that is the disaster of the Lakers season this past season and now bleeding into their offseason. These memes are hilarious. <laughs> In response to Magic Johnson, these memes are literally hilarious. Also. Like they're some of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like these memes are hilarious. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see what the Lakers decide to do, coaching wise. And also, speaking of the Lakers, they interviewed Ty Lue. Yeah. They interviewed. They're getting ready. To, I think interview Monty Williams. Jason Kidd too. Right? And then yeah, I heard they interviewed Jason Kidd out of nowhere. I thought they were pretty much between Tyloo and Monty Williams at one point, and then Jason Kidd got thrown into the mix. So, so I don't know who they're interested in actually looking at. Yeah, I'm not. And then did you hear Tyloo said that? Apparently, Tyloo said, "Yo, if y'all hire me, y'all hire me be to actually be a coach, not just to coach LeBron. Like I'm a 
coach the whole team. You know what I mean? Like Ty Lue made it clear, like I'm not here just to be like the LeBron Band-Aid is kind of what he said, which okay. is interesting because part of what we said was you hire Ty Lue to be the LeBron Band-Aid. That's, that's what you want. <laughs> like, don't get ahead of yourself, man. We got a coach. Yeah, so. LeBron. He, <laughs> we, right now, we just need to, something to contain the attitude. To the season, you can do that, Tyler. You can just be the face. Because LeBron can't be hey, in the face. I was I just thought that was very interesting that he yeah, said that. Coach, not the LeBron band aid. Look, man, it worked for you in Cleveland. When LeBron left, you lost your job, because that's all you were. Now you better get another job. Get LeBron band aid and that's what keeps you employed. <laughs> we'll see. I'm very curious to see who they end up hiring. So, um probably a topic. We got to discuss. You might not want to touch on it. Oh, yeah. You got this uh, one all by yourself. Quick. You got this by yourself. It's a little, <laughs> little, uh, it's a little bit touchy. And be Was that pun intended? I'll be, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not funny, but. Boy, edit point. It just was. Edit point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, restart that whole right, thing. Yo, that really just came to me. That just came to me. <coughs> All right. Hmm. Wow. Um, so, this is the next topic. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to have a little, I don't want to, I'm a, a little bit serious. I won't, I won't make any jokes. Um, Kelly Tennant, I believe. Yeah, that's her name. Mm -hmm. Or used to be. Yeah. Still is. Um, accused Luke Walker of, um, you know. Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Um, I did a little bit of digging. Um, because a lot of this has been going on and yeah. it's just been weird and, and I'm not I'm not making any accusations or anything like that. Um just from what I've seen, some have came out true, some have came out false. Yeah. Um so I don't know. It, it, it's on both ends. Guys mm -hmm. do this, we know that, and there are women, probably less, but there are women who just do say that for a personal gain. We don't know what it is. Um, but I did a little digging just to kind of see what was going on and everything. Um, probably dug way too much. I was looking Yeah, you clearly had some time in your hands so like at one point. Pretty much. From what I realized, she made a book. He did the he wrote something in her book, basically. Um, this was in twenty fourteen. She has a I book see, yeah. Um, I believe. That's what it's called. Okay. It's uh, what is it? Changing your life when you get into the NBA, basically. Uh, I think so. It's a life transition once going into the NBA. I believe. Um, don't quote me on that, but I believe. But she did write a book named The Transition. So basically, what happened was supposedly I don't want to get into a bunch of details, but supposedly at an away game to go play Los Angeles Lakers, November December time of um, two thousand and fourteen. When he was still the assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. Coach for the Golden State Warriors. Um, supposedly invited her up to the room. She went to the room. And um, supposedly he did some things she wasn't kind of forcefully. She wasn't really excited for. Mm -hmm. um, they were longtime friends. I guess that was the reasoning of her being mm. in the first place to go up to some another man's room when he invites you. But um, pretty much to talk about that is the Kings... They've hired hired investigators to look into it. So is the NBA. Yeah. Doing it jointly. So they are looking into it. Her lawyer did speak. Um, he did say that. Yeah, he did. A, he dropped a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he was just saying, like, they're trying to get a case 
an actual criminal case. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really know if it'll work because it was such a time span. It's been about almost five years now until she said something. I don't know the reason why. I know a lot of times women don't say anything out of fear. And it does look like that might have been what it was out of fear. Because as soon as he left to Sacramento, the story comes out in L.A. Like, this is kind of what happened. He's not here no more. I can say it. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the looks on it. We don't really know what happened, um, but it's being looked into. Um, it's but, crazy, you know, man. Hopefully it's not true. Um, if it is, obviously he'll lose his job. Yeah, justice will be job. served. Because, I mean, that's the way it works. You can't do stuff like that. You do stuff like that, you lose your job. Mm-hmm. It just looks bad. Um, you also go to jail. but Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And it, it is sucks if that's what he did, that if he does get away with it, I'm not saying he did it. Yeah. Um, if he does get away with it, because she waited so long to tell, you know, hey, women, <laughs> say something first, because that is crazy. It's crazy. Enough off of that uh, subject there. We'll let that be. We'll keep you guys updated on anything that goes on with that, if anything. Yeah, if we hear anything new. From that. Um, Hawk, I know we talked about some awards. Yeah, so we talked about awards in our first episode, and I realized we didn't talk about all NBA teams. And I was just curious to what your – I don't really care about second or third team. Like, I mean, it matters, but I only really care about the first team. It, it – I mean – it matters because on your resume at the end of your career, it just says X time All NBA. That's all. Second team. Huh? LeBron's second team this year. I mean, he's been second team All NBA before, I feel like. Has he? I don't see why he wouldn't have. You don't see why LeBron would be second team All NBA? I mean, I can. <laughs> just what's your first team All NBA while I look this up? <laughs> Um, I got Harden, PG, 13, Giannis, and B. You kept him. So, mm, okay. yeah, I kept him B. So, here's the thing, right? Um, with Embiid, I know there's some injuries. Now, there wasn't anything crazy this year. Near the end of the year, there was a there was an injury that sat him out about 14 games or like the last 20. But before that, he played a good amount of games this year. Um, I'm not actually sure. One thing I got to find out is how many games did Embiid. So, side note, I just did a quick scroll. LeBron James has been on the first team All-NBA since 2007-2008 season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I said that? Literally, like, <laughs> isn't that Miami year or the year before Miami? What, 2008? No, that's Cleveland, bro. That's big three. Before he went to. That's big three. Um, that's big three Celtics winning that year. That's he's been, he's been first team All NBA since the Celtics won a championship in 2008. That's what I was saying. That's what I was trying to. I don't see. <laughs> I mean, every single, because remember, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. He dominated the East every yeah. single year. Yes, yes. So he's literally first NBA for like what is yes. it, ten years? Yes, that's what it was. Ten years. And now he's hmm. not. And the thing is, they're probably just gonna move him to second because. Oh yeah, he's going to be second team. He's going yeah, to be second he team. Can't be first because he missed twenty games. Yeah, he'll be second team. Um. Yeah, Joel Embiid. You said how many games did he play? He played sixty-four games this season. Sixty-four. I'm cool with that number. <sighs> I'm fine with that number. Who Joel is, I'm totally fine with that number. Joel played 158 games in his career. Yeah. Yeah. He been in the league four years? He hurt, bro. 64 games, I'm fine with that. I don't want more than 64 games out of Joel Embiid. Uh, what? Joel Embiid playing. Listen, listen, listen no, you listen Joel to me. Embiid plays 80 games and going to the playoffs, he's dead. 
Then he, he's hurt. Listen to me. They understood. Listen to me. We knew what the deal was when we signed him. Bro. We knew what the deal Bro. was when we signed him. If we only go to get 60-something games out of Joel every year, I don't want him. Why? Last year, <laughs> last year, Joel B did not play the last 17 games. You know what the Sixers did? They you, won all You know we had the easiest schedule in the league? Don't try that. We played like the Mavs twice. We're in the East. We're always going to have the easiest <laughs> schedule in the league. We're the Sixers, and we're in the East. Ah. Uh, if those 17 games, 10 of our teams are probably winning those 10. Lord have mercy. You okay with Joel only playing 60-something games 65, a year? 65. <sighs> I can't be okay with that. I'm fine with that. I'm so fine. Let me, let me tell you. I can't be okay with your know. franchise Take player you won't know. only playing. You won't know. You will know. No. No, you won't. Take 15 games. All right. Boom. Yo, don't play no back-to-backs. That's probably all the games right there. Oh, my goodness. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna because tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. But you don't have a choice. I'm gonna tell you what. You don't have a choice but to be. If he plays sixty something games all the time, he never gonna be win MVP. He not gonna make first. I guarantee you, he not making first team All NBA in the real joint. Ain't nobody. Ain't no media player gonna vote him MVP only playing sixty something games when probably there's other players who's doing just as much playing 80, 82 games. Well, anyway, my first All NBA team. People's doing just as much as Joel Embiid. Joel. He is cooking. Here's the problem. He was a lot yeah. Of you can you can playing hurt because he's forcing himself to play. Well, then we shouldn't have drafted him. <laughs> we say that now, but you send him to another team for 65 games. He cooks up over there. We're looking like we got bum Boban. Whoa, 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 whoa! Joel back. <sighs> I'm trying to tell you. I knew we knew what the problem was. I don't think we should. Get What's it called? He got. We got knee. Tendonitis. Yeah, he got tendonitis. What? If you're a big boy and you move a lot, probably a little bit bigger for your size, you're gonna get knee tendonitis. It's normal. Knee tendonitis is very manageable. I listened to a show where a lot of football players came on. They talked about it. They said, "Nah, I had knee tendonitis my whole career. All that means is I ain't 20. I gotta take care of my body." Not a big problem is Joel. Joel don't take care of his body. You you saw what I sent you. You saw that clip I sent you. So to the radio, it's went all over social media. Landry Shamit was on um, some radio station out in like some interview out in the L.A. Some local L.A. show, and they was like, "Oh, tell me about some of your rookie duties when you were on the Sixers." And he's like, "One of the things that we had to do was a Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, right? Yeah. I had to get Chick Fil A for everybody." And she was like, "Well, what is one of the things that Joel, you know, ate?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I mean, I got it for everybody, but I think Joel's order was like four sandwiches, two large fries, and like three, two or three milkshakes." And it was like four cookies. Oh yeah, and then like four cookies. And he said they were on their way to a game. Yeah, this is on the plane. Like this is on the plane. How the heck? Like. Now, here's the problem. Bro, when I heard that, you know how angry it got me? He's 25, but at the same time. Because then it made me think, yo, imagine if he actually, like, because I know he probably has a chef. He probably is not, like, fully, what am I, like, fully making his chef, like, do his meal preps on the road as well. Imagine if he actually did that. Imagine if he actually ate healthy. Imagine if he actually took care of his body. Maybe he played more than 64 games. We hype when he dropped 30, and he's fat. Imagine if he was in shape. He won't play with himself. His knees wouldn't bother you that much if he wasn't probably 15 pounds overweight from eating four yeah. chicken sandwiches. Yeah, they would. Bro, I'm telling you, I if he... Problems and I'm 100 pounds probably less than this nigga. No, I'm not. I'm probably the same size as I... <laughs> 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 All right, so 
My point is, I understand what you're saying. My point is, he get more out of him. He can't. You could get so much more out of him. He actually took care of his body. Yeah, and. I put part because that's not that's not the first time. Yes, because that's not the first time they said that. We've we seen clips of him eating a Big Mac on the sideline. Like, what is he doing? Sitting, getting stretched out. So it's kind of. I'm sorry, y'all. This wasn't supposed to be about Joel and B, but it's something that has to be touched on at some point for the Sixers to move as an organization. It's a lot of things that need to be fixed. This being one of them. But I will say, before this whole uneating, un this unhealthy eating. I saw the burger thing. I didn't really think much of it because it was a burger, one burger, whatever. It just showed me it's a habit of his, and that wasn't a one-time thing. Filet thing, I was like, he probably doesn't always eat great, but he's probably half decent. That chick, that, that, that I know. Pounds. And that, that Landry Shamit quote made me think, maybe he's not eat good at eating great. Like, yeah. maybe he eats trash on a regular. 100, 100%. And that would explain why he's so tired every time he gets injured. He comes back, like, looks bigger, he's slow. Because he's eating trash. Yeah. So, and not working out. My big thing is, bro. He was an injury. He was a very injury prone coming into the league, bro. Honestly, like if I can get sixty five games out of him, I'm fine. That that that's just what it is. <laughs> I can't. Now, do I want him to take more care of himself? Yeah, I do. I honestly I think if he took care of his body, you get more than sixty five games. Can win. What do you got? Seventeen games out of those sixty five, they got to play without him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Are, if Jimmy and Tobias come back and we can get something to work, I think we can win, at least win half of those. If we win half of those, I'm not worried about it. Just, just, Nine out of 17? I don't know. Nine for eight? My thing is, I have to look at it. If I feel like if Joel actually took care of his body, you'd see him on the court for at least like 70 plus games. 70, 75 games. If he just simply, something as simple as just eating right. Yeah. But Joel's 25, and Joel also is the type of person to do what he wants to do. I think that's the problem. We've created a monster in Philadelphia. We did, because we gave him... I mean, they did the same thing to Ben. Ben feels like he's probably like the top five player in the league because Philadelphia fans prove him to be. <sighs> before Philadelphia fans are crazy, man. My All-NBA first team, Damian Lillard, James Harden, PD-13, Giannis, and Jokic as my center. Jokic is hooping, bro. Jokic, oh, Jokic is hooping. He led the Nuggets to the second best record in the West. Yeah. A tough Western Conference. Yeah. He passed the ball like we haven't seen a big man pass the ball in years, at least in my lifetime. I don't know a center who moves the ball like he moves the ball. He moves the ball very well. And he's got a nice offensive game. So I got the Joker as rounding out my fifth person. I think we had the same four, other four, though. Yeah, I don't think there's no doubt on that. Yeah, all right. Um, anybody who doesn't agree with Dane, go watch highlights. I mean, it's I, I looked there's at a lot of people that don't no, no, no. Dame. I'm not gonna hold you. I was looking at it for a while, Dame or Steph. I really had to think about it. I'm pick Dame. I, I really had to think about it. I ultimately picked Dame, but I was I was on the fence. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about it, but I just said, you know what? Um, Dame every year looks up and says. You guys still not talking about me the way you should be talking about me. So I'm going to show you again this season. Again. <laughs> and I'm glad he's doing it in playoffs. Because the big the big knock on Dane was... Especially last year. The us. big thing was last year when the, the way they got embarrassed exactly. out of the playoffs. you showing us during the season you get in the playoffs, you get right up out of here. Yeah. So, so now that y'all beat OKC, you end up in the finals. It's like, all right, look. I'm, we putting everybody on notice. Dane is coming for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. 
Now, all I got to see is, let's say they go to the finals, they play the Warriors. If they lose, but Dane show up, I'm going to say, hey, man, is this the best point guard in the league? Dame's going to show up in the rest of the playoffs. He's locked in. He's going to play well. Go. I've seen, you know, watching his interviews. The guy that shoots five for five from 30-plus feet is locked in. Yeah. I've seen him, you know, in his press game, post-game interviews, and he's just ready to He's just ready to hoop. Like, he's like, I'm tired of the nonsense. Like, I don't have time for, like, the chit-chat on the court. And, like, and I think they, he took he took that first round loss last year to heart, and you know so did he's DJ. yeah they like they took it to heart. I think it's a team thing. Yeah, I think they're all on the same page and saying like, "Yo, we are better than this mm-hmm. this year. Like we're we're coming serious. This is business, and we're gonna get this done." And I think as long as they're on that same page, we should be good. I agree. Well, yeah, you got anything else for? No, I'm good. Closing out. All right, guys, thank you for listening. One thing before you go. If you don't know, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Apple. That's- mm-hmm. We love you watching on the on the YouTube. If you're watching on the YouTube, keep coming back. But if you want to listen in your car, listen on the gym. While you're driving. While you're driving, I mean, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just look up Full Court Press. Um, we're still working on Spotify. I've been, I've been working with them all week. I'm trying to figure out how to get some Spotify. But once that's up there, we'll let you know that as well. Um, we out of here. Anchor. Yeah. And I don't even know the other name. <laughs> oh yeah, we're on Anchor, we're on um, Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, Stitcher, we're um, Radio TV, something else. I don't know the rest of them. Throw us a contract. But all right, guys, thank you for listening once again. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.